please join me in an attitude of prayer. Holy and gracious God, thank you for this day that you have given us and called it good. Lord, in this time, may your spirit descend upon us and may the words in my mouth, the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. We pray this in your name. Amen. All right, we're almost done with our sermon series on the fruit of the spirit. Last week, we talked about faithfulness and we talked about what does it mean to be uh, faithful in different contexts? So, um, for example, we talked about being faithful in um, our relationships, like in friendships or with um, our romantic relationships. We also talked about the faithfulness of the saints who have gone on before us and how they faithfully lived uh, their lives for God. And, of course, we ended by talking about God's faithfulness to us. God is always faithful to us. God has never broken any of his promises to us. And will never forget us. We know God's great faithfulness to us every morning when we wake up and know that God is with us always. So today, we're going to move on to the second to last uh, fruit of the Spirit, gentleness. And as a fun little poll, by a show of hands, raise your hands if you think of yourself as a gentle person. Got a couple there? Sometimes, oh, let's say 51% of the time, do you consider yourself to be, okay, we got 51, okay, there we go. Any others? Yeah, okay, good. You... <laughs> We're going to talk about perceptions here in a second. <laughs> okay, good, very good. All right, so it's so funny that very few of you would raise your hands, because I thought all of you would do that. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny how it's funny how our perceptions of ourselves differ from how other people perceive us, isn't it? Um, to be honest, I wouldn't raise my hand in that. I don't. I don't consider myself to be a very gentle person. Um, I know your perception of me is probably a little bit different. But so, for example, I um, I'm a very sarcastic person. I'm very passive aggressive and if you're on the opposite end of that remark it has a biting connotation to it um I uh I also don't have a whole lot of tact I just kind of say it as it is I have a hard time with my filter at times to say things with a gentle way (laughs) um I bark orders and expect results just ask my kids (laughs) oh that's good though that's really good so our perception of ourself, right, is different from how other people perceive us. But that's how I think of myself. And I'm really glad, actually, you don't agree with me because I'm hoping that I don't come across as harsh as I think I do most of the time, right? But I think all of this is just part of, like, my type A perfectionist characteristic. You know, I expect a lot of myself, and so I expect a lot of the people who, who surround me. Um, but I'm glad that you guys don't perceive me that way. That, that makes me feel better. <laughs> um, but I know, um, but over the years, though, I, I do know that I've had trouble with this, this characteristic at times because there have been times where people have encouraged me to, for example, rewrite a letter so that it comes across a little more gentle. Um, I've had people encourage me to respond to various situations with a little bit more uh, gentleness than I would have 
come across originally. So it's, it's hard for me at times to remind myself to be gentle. It's something I've had to live into and to practice. Um, but as hard as this is for me to practice and to live into, I know it's very hard for a lot of people around me to live into that spirit of gentleness. We live in a culture that encourages us to speak our minds, to not hold anything back of what we are thinking about others. So like, for example, think about that time when you got a bad product or whatever, and you decided to call the company and you called the customer service representative. And uh, I'm not saying you do this, but maybe some of us have. Maybe, sometimes. (laughs) Called the customer service representative and said how they've ruined our our lives and just insulted this poor customer service representative who had no no part in our product, right? (laughs) They're just taking our phone call. We love reality television shows where they're hurling insults at each other and not holding anything back. We love all the juicy uh, talking heads, you know, those little confessional booths and stuff like that that they do of, of what they're really thinking behind the scenes. Some people like me like that. <laughs> but I think the reason why some of us are so upfront. And um, so sometimes brutally honest with others is because we think then the alternative is to then just to be walked on, right? We think then that if we, if we, don't, um, if we don't share what we really think, if we're not truly honest with people, then we're going to get walked upon, we're going to get um, uh, taken advantage of, right? And um, in the adjectives that often describes this kind of person is gentleness, meekness, and humility. These um, adjectives are not something that our culture tells us that we should live into, right? If you, they say, if you want to get to the top, you don't want to be those things. You don't want to be gentle. You don't want to be meek. You want to say what you feel and, and push forward and, and get the job done, no matter the cost or the hurt. But what if being meek and gentle are not what we think they are? The Greek word found in Galatians that we often translate as gentleness can also be translated as meekness or living with humility. So if you were to look up the dictionary definition of what is is meek, like if you were to type in dictionary.com, type in the word meek, they would say, that someone who is meek is quiet, gentle, and easily imposed on, submissive. Well, of course no one wants to be like that, right? I don't like being walked on. I don't like being imposed on. I don't like being very submissive most of the times, right? No wonder, no wonder our, our culture tells us you don't want to be like that, right? But this definition doesn't match the biblical definition of being meek and gentle. In the book called The Fruit of the Spirit by Trask and Goodall, they write about the broader definition of the Greek word as found in the Bible. And so they write this, gentleness is a disposition that is even-tempered, tranquil, unpretentious, and has its passions under control. Gentleness is not to be misunderstood as weakness or a lack of internal strength. In fact, it means quite the opposite. It means strength under control. 
People who are mature in this quality pardon and forgive those who have injured them, knowing when to speak words of correction and when to remain quiet and when to rule their own spirits. They understand the strength of being tender. Gentleness is balanced and disciplined. I heard a sermon once that described meekness um, using the analogy of velvet-covered steel. Velvet-covered steel. Steel is one of the hardest metals in the world, but if you covered it with one of the softest fabrics of velvet, right? That's what we're called to become. We, are, we should have strength in our convictions. We should be strong in what we think or what we, we feel or believe, right? But we're called to be tender and soft in how we get that done or how we come across, right? There is a way to push forward our strength in soft and tender ways without coming across as pushy or as offensive. These people um, are not to be trampled upon, right? But they also know how to share their convictions with gentleness. We all know how much I love to watch uh, television shows. Um, By the way, The Crown came out, season three, Netflix. I am so excited. After church, I'm just gonna go stay in in my home for eight hours, no one bother me. It's so good. I can't wait. But anyways, I love, I love TV shows, especially that have like a strong woman lead to them. Okay. So like growing up, for example, I loved um, Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman. Anybody ever watch that or still do? Yeah. Yeah. It's a good show, isn't it? Yeah. I love how she stood up for herself and for others around her. Um, There's another show that is probably like my all-time favorite show in my entire life. I swear it will be. It's a show called Outlander. Anybody watch it? You've seen it? Yes. Yes. Oh, you watch Outlander. You and I are best friends now. I've seen the whole thing, but I've seen it. Oh, okay. It's really good. Yes. Yes, it is. So Outlander, if you don't know what the show is about, Outlander is actually based on a a book series, and um, it's about a woman named Claire Fraser who lives in England during World War II. She actually served as a nurse in France um, during World War II. And um, after the war was done, she goes on a second honeymoon with her husband through Scotland, and she ends up falling through those uh, tall standing stones like Stonehenge. She falls back in time to the 1740s, so almost 200 years before, And when she falls back into time, it's like in the height of the Jacobite uh, uprising, right? And of course, she meets a most beautiful man named Jamie Fraser and falls in love with him. But that's not the point. (laughs) (laughs) But I love this show for so many reasons, right? So I love that Claire is a strong woman who doesn't give up, even when the cards are stacked against her or when she's out out of her element, She is smart, she's resilient, and she knows what is right and what needs to get done, and she gets it done. And she has a famous quote at one point when she responds to somebody, and she says to them, I am not the meek and obedient type. I love that. Now, by the dictionary definition, I would totally agree with her. She is not the meek or obedient type. She's not someone to be easily trampled upon. She's not someone to be taken advantage of. 
But if we look more at the biblical definition of meekness, I would actually say she's more meek than she realizes. She is someone who is strong, but she knows when to push and when to back off. She knows when to step up and to take charge, and she knows when to empower others to get the job done instead. The other example of a strong woman um, character, Dr. Quinn, from Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman, right? She was the same way. She knew how to speak her mind um, when, when someone was being oppressed, but she also knew when to work behind the scenes to help others instead. She wasn't afraid um, to take action, but she also knew that there were times that it, it wasn't appropriate to take action. Being meek and gentle are not weaknesses or characteristics to be ashamed of. They are strengths to be admired and to aspire to. And as I have already stated, this does not come easily to us, right? My first nature is to make the sarcastic remark to a criticism. My first nature wants to speak out with harsh words when I'm being wronged. This takes intentional work to build up a characteristic of gentleness and meekness. This is where we rely upon the work of the Holy Spirit to work within us as we cultivate this important fruit of the Spirit. It says in Colossians, Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. And over all these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. When we ask Jesus to come into our hearts and to rule in our lives as our Savior, we begin that long, good, hard work of shedding our old nature and putting on a new nature instead. It's kind of like a makeover in a way. Um, We agree to let Jesus take away our old clothes and to give us new clothes to put on instead. And so these new clothes become our new nature. So instead of wearing old clothes of sarcasm and anger and bitterness and mean words and hurtful actions, Jesus gives us new clothes of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, tied all together with love. These new clothes might feel a little uncomfortable at first as we put them on, They might feel a little unnatural and a little stiff to us at first. But over time, we learn how to live into these new clothes. We become more intentional in how we respond to situations, making sure we exhibit compassion. We learn how to share gentleness instead of a sharp-edged word. It will take time, but we soon learn that it gets easier to do. And we do all this because of our love for Jesus which ties our new clothes together. Our passage from Colossians ends, And whatever you do, whether in word or in deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. We learn to be gentle and meek, humble, compassionate, kind, and patient, because we love God And we want to share that love with others. And the only effective way to share that message is through our actions. 
People will only receive this message of the good news of Jesus Christ by how we live and treat others. But we have to lean on Jesus to provide these new clothes to give us um, a new heart that will then grow a new spirit within us that is gentle to all in all situations. So to rephrase the quote from Claire Fraser, my prayer for all of you is that as you seek to cultivate this fruit of gentleness, that you will learn to be the meek and obedient type. Amen. Amen.